This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Okay. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Early Break. We've got Mike Schaefer in for the 7 o'clock hour, sponsored by Trek CBD. Ooh, that's a good question Schaefer, what's going on, man? Oh, uh, not a lot. Just figured I should get in on time for uh, yes. today's show. You know, I won't you. see you guys next week. No. Uh, Nobody will, yeah. unless you're in Dublin. <laughs> Say hi to Dave Hannigan when you're over there. Yeah. Help me with that. Okay. Tell, I saw this. I haven't read it at all, but, yeah, please inform us. This is making the rounds right now on Twitter and social media. Some uh, some New York-based writer uh, writing a freelance thing for the Irish Times took Nebraska's football history to to task, and not its success on the field, but all of the uh, all of the stories that come along with Nebraska football. We had, you know, it was really almost a bingo card. There was Maurice Washington. Uh, he won Nebraska the South Alabama game, according to this author. Uh, you know, the South Alabama game, which he was also suspended for one half for, <laughs> and Nebraska led 14-7 to against one of the worst teams in the country. In a yeah, what are you talking about that game? I, well, look, it gets weirder. I, I yeah. We go from there to uh, he mentions that Scott Frost is Nebraska's head coach. Scott Frost will be suspended uh, this upcoming year for like five days for uh, whatever violation that they uh, had last year. Um, so he mentions that, but then he also mentions that when Scott Frost was a quarterback during his redshirt season, Lawrence Phillips broke into his apartment and dragged his ex-girlfriend down the stairs. Also very relevant about Nebraska going over to Ireland. You might see a common theme here. Um, there was a discussion in there about Ron Brown and Ron Brown's outspokenness on one particular topic that, okay. again, uh, you know, Ron Brown very heavily involved with Nebraska's football operation here. What is going on here? So, yeah, this was a story that ran in the Irish Times today. The so. Irish Times. Yeah, which is, I don't know if it's based out of Ireland or just hmm. some people. Yeah, who is this guy's deal? Was there, any, was there anything redeeming of this column at all by Dave Hannigan? Not really. It's fun to think of it as Pat Forty having like a, <laughs> uh, you know, one of those anonymous names for yes. a writer. Or, yeah. Writing his this alter ego, <laughs> Dave Hannigan, a.k.a. Pat Forty. I mean, that was the most fun I had with it. I couldn't believe. So it's the whole thing is like a bingo card of all of the the issues that Nebraska would be charged with throughout college football history. And the guy didn't even mention that Scott Frost had the audacity of wanting to play football in 2020. I can't believe it. So Desmond Howard somewhere read that article and is absolutely pissed about it. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder what we don't the, have to spend any time. No, what was the motive? What, what, what? Yeah, what, 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 what would Hannigan, if Hannigan was on the show today, I don't know. what would he say? <laughs> well, this is all very relevant. I have no idea. I would love to know if he speaks with an Irish brogue or if this is just some <laughs> weird New York guy who's yeah. like, yeah, I got an article idea. We're going uh, to stir up some stuff with people that aren't on this football team. We're going to talk about as they gonna... go play. Yeah, and then there's a whole section about like college football and profiteering off of amateurs and wow. the whole thing just feels very weird uh, so yeah. well, okay, well hang, hang on speaking of prof profiteering as you said profiting <laughs> yeah yeah profiteering is a word is it yes profiteering okay yes well from brett mcmurphy of action network this is from 10 minutes ago the big 10 will announce its historic media rights agreement the largest in college athletics 
later this morning. Network sources okay. told Action Network. Okay. So look forward to that from the Big Ten, uh, the official media rights agreement. Okay. Which is historic. All right. You ask a good question. So would on... you like to know what profiteering means? Yes. Jake? Please give me the. Make or seek to make an excessive or unfair profit, especially illegally or in a black market. Profiteering. Well, thank you. Okay, play my All right, you asked a good question of Schaefer getting to Dublin, getting to the game well, on the rundown. For me. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> oh, on the rundown, not the, in real life. The line of the game, the line on the game, moved up to Nebraska as a 13-point favorite. Are you that confident? I'm not that confident. I mean, there's – look, I think there's a lot of different ways the game can play out, and certainly one of those is Nebraska just handles its business and handles Northwestern like they did last year at Memorial Stadium. Right. Um, I'm not, as someone who does partake in Monopoly money style, uh, you know, Gaming. gambling. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, I, uh, I wouldn't have interest in putting money on this game because there's too much that's just new. I mean, you go back to, go back a few weeks to Mark Whipple talking about what it's like when you have, everything is sort of new and you're trying to, to teach these guys when it's a debut of sorts you know, play within yourself and don't try to do too much. I mean, a lot of these guys are making debuts or in big positions for the first time or being counted on uh, heavily for the first time, and we don't know what that's going to look like. So I wouldn't I wouldn't attach my own money to the idea that Nebraska can just go to another country, play a team that I think, you know, if this game was being played in, in – uh, where Chicago, Evanston, whatever it is. Yeah, Evanston. I mean, I I Evanston. would actually feel probably better about Nebraska. There's just something heightened about it being over in Ireland and everything that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. uh, for a team that really doesn't need excess right now, mm -mm. so um, I I would avoid it uh, personally. But okay. I mean, I still feel reasonably confident Nebraska is going to win. Um, I just think it's more likely to be a one score game. I don't think there's going to be a ton of points put on the board. That's sort of where I'm at. Right I just now. yeah, and people keep saying, "Well, they blew them out last year." I, that was the outlier of this of yes. this matchup. Going back to all the you know with Bo Riley Frost, you just you don't see Nebraska or Northwestern ever I, blow each other out. The thing Hardly that ever. the thing that doesn't matter is that who's back from last year's offense. Like, I guess Jock Yant yep. would sort of Jock count in that, true. in that regard. Yeah, but he's back. I mean, I don't I don't think we're going to see a highlight of him turning the corner and running unimpeded for 65 yards again like it just Hard seems to. unlikely to me in fact i don't even know that we see him have five carries against northwestern either so it's hard to size up this game it really is well everything's different mm -hmm. yeah I, I just again I, I would i'd be pretty surprised if nebraska covered that spread i'm with you i think i think 10 points or less this game's gonna be decided by because that's what this matchup always is. It's what Northwestern does. Whether they suck at quarterback or not, they find a way to muddy it up and make it interesting. And I just can't, I can't find a, a way in my head that Nebraska just blows them out. By the way, I, from what I heard out of the Northwestern camp, it's not necessarily Helinski's job. There's a kid named Brendan Sullivan that's pushing him. So they don't, I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like. I think that quarterback's going to be doing a lot of handing off and yeah. pitching. Do, pitching? Do, do they pitch the ball? Probably uh, a good question. Does Northwestern pitch? I think pitch? they pitch on those stretch plays sometimes. Nah, I don't think so. Probably I think not. it's just you extend the inspector yeah, gadget probably. arm out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you think Nebraska will let a running back like get hot and get 50, you know, 20 carries in the game? Or do, is it going to be a committee? 
back there. I would expect it to be a committee, but I mean, maybe if you're trying to salt away a game, then you have Anthony Grant back there and he has like eight carries in the fourth quarter or something that, uh, you know, allows you to do that. I, I like, I, I think a lot of it is really just going to be context dependent on what type of offense Nebraska actually has. I mean, they have to prove they can run the ball consistently before we're worried about any running back having 20 carries. Yeah, the only thing, the, the more relevant question is, are they going to allow Northwestern uh, to get a running back going hot? That's the that's probably the more germane question yep. as, when you're trying to size up this game. If Northwestern gets one of those guys going, Cam Porter, Evan Hole, then, then the game's whole feel changes because then – you know, it's like, here we go. So now Nebraska's not stopping the run very well. They're going to chew up clock. And and fourth quarter's going to come and there's going to be pressure. Now who's going to respond to that? So I, that's that's the whole game. To, not the whole game, but that's a lot of the game to me. Yeah. Are they, are they going to allow Northwestern to get its run game going? I don't know. It's a big question. And, and I'm curious, too, offensively for Nebraska – Schaefer, we we talked about this quite a bit the last couple of weeks, but I I want your opinion on on, on this. Was Nebraska's problems the last couple of years in the red zone an Adrian problem, a play calling problem, or a talent issue, or something else? And can that be resolved this year with Casey? All of that. Yeah, I mean, I, all I, of the above is there one that stands out more than the other. Um, I would say it's probably all of the above. I mean, I think the first two things are somewhat interlinked. If you're not confident and Adrian's not confident in his arm in the red zone and it never felt like he was, then you kind of have a pretty limited playbook that you can run with there. You didn't have an offensive line that was just going to pick people up and move them seven yards to go get you, you know, a, a touchdown every time you were inside the 10 yard line. So, um, you know, those, those sorts of things kind of all add together, right? Like if, if you have a quarterback that you're not super comfortable with putting the ball in the air in the red zone, then that changes your play calling. If your offensive line isn't so good that you're just moving people left and right, that changes your play calling. I mean, I just there there's a whole lot that goes into it. It was never just one piece right. for Nebraska. Jake, you just were saying that Northwestern muddies up the game, keeps it close. They didn't last year. The, the, it, the, it wasn't was just Nebraska. Outlier. It just wasn't just Nebraska. That Nebraska game wasn't an outlier. Illinois beat him forty-seven to fourteen. I think Jake is saying that the twenty season twenty-one Northwestern team was an outlier. That's not outlier season. team. That's not who they are. Illinois beat him forty-seven to fourteen. I understand they got blown Wisconsin out. Wisconsin beat him a couple 30. times. No, Utah. Wisconsin beat him thirty-five to seven. That's, Minnesota. That's not Northwestern football. Minnesota beat him forty-one to fourteen. Michigan beat him thirty-three to seven. Nebraska beat him fifty-six. They had a terrible season. They no. did. That's not who they usually are. Now. Now, you also argued that past performance is the biggest reason why you would say hold you back from picking Nebraska to do well this year, past performance. Well, that's past performance, Northwestern. I have five years built up of no bowl game. That's one poor year by Northwestern. Which a team that's, that's bounced, not one poor year. A team that has bounced back from 3-9 before to win the division the very next year. I'm just saying past performance. Their past performance that's a is past a better indicator that they can bounce back more than Nebraska's the last five years. Schaefer, how does? do you respond? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm not big on the past performance of five years ago affecting it's this. It's not team. five. It's but it's, well, it's it was two years ago. Yeah. Nebraska's had it for five straight years, though. They have not made a bowl game. Northwestern had one, you know, a dud season. Yeah. Their last dud season before that, they followed up with a great year. Right. A division title, 
A loss to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship mm-hmm. game in 2020. Okay. Okay. I don't know how that doesn't how that how that doesn't correlate at all. It, it, I don't know. I don't know if it does or not. Shaver, do you believe the past is a good indicator of the future? I mean, at times, it just sort of depends. Nebraska's past isn't as relevant when the changes are so prominent, like you have different pieces. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those sorts of things. Um, I think what Jake's point with Northwestern, to me, is fairly well taken, that they're the type of team that, like, when they bottom out, they Mm -hmm. bottom out hard, but then they Mm -hmm. have regrouped pretty well. I get that. They have proven that. Um, And I think that... (laughs) Pat Fitzgerald has at least earned the benefit of the doubt that yeah he has over the course of an off season that. that they can they can change enough that who they were the year before isn't going to necessarily be reflective. But a lot of it is, I mean, it is the first game of the year. Like you still have that aspect of it. Like Nebraska could have a significantly better team than Northwestern and have a really poor showing and lose that game, and then go on and still be fine. Like, it's hard to understand uh-huh. those things. Mm-hmm. But when it's your very first game, like, you're going to stub a toe sometimes, particularly in high-level football. But when everything is so placed on that there is no uh, margin, like, you, it's either you have to win or this thing is a powder keg that's going to explode, which – They've earned that. This isn't like, a, oh, the fans are over the top. No, this is you losing all of these other games throughout four years mm-hmm. to get you here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the, the reality is neither of these teams are going to look really sharp. I don't think so. God, that'd be, that would surprise me. Going I, to Dublin. I think it's going to be a really ugly kind of like 23 to yeah. 16 kind of game. I just don't see the A rest. very yeah. big 10, right. you know. Exactly. Put it on BTN at 11 a.m. type oh, That's game. not going to be that's... comfortable. No, I, I don't. I am not. You're looking for there. comfortable, right. Steve. I think you're in the wrong seat. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I don't have any thought that this is going to be a comfortable this game. This sounds very here. uncomfortable. Yeah. Hey, you you might want to just put on highlights of 1994. <laughs> yeah, while this game's going on. The fourth quarter doesn't sound particularly comfortable in this I've heard so many people scenario. expecting a blow. I'm like, are you guys crazy? In this scenario, you lay out. The fourth quarter doesn't seem all that comfortable. No, I, I expect yeah, an uncomfortable fourth early quarter. On. But can they actually handle adversity in the right way for Nebraska? They, they were so they were close so many times last year. Maybe. Oh gosh, there's a word I don't want to hear well, at all. What if they win close? Take that what word. Win get, clo- no, promise me something here. Take close. that word and throw it away. No, I'm saying if they win. Close. You want to talk about past performance doesn't indicate anything. <laughs> no one gives a bleep that you were less than a touchdown away and seven losses. My point is, can they can yeah. they prove they can win close games? And it becomes a positive close. form of close. Schaefer, not this There is no positive of close. That word just has to be obliterated this year. <laughs> no one cares. Win or don't. No, I, I think he's right on that. Like, no, like if the first time there is a quote after uh, a loss about go. how close they are of turning the corner right. or how close they were in the game. Yeah. There should be a collective groan from the entire Even state. if it's Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. matter. No, it doesn't matter. It could be Michigan. It could be Oklahoma. It could be Wisconsin. Like, nobody cares. Uh, yep. That's time no for No one that. cares. Yeah, need results. It was dead as soon as it was set against Oklahoma last year. I mean, I wrote a column about that. Mm-hmm. And then immediately they rip off the rest of that season where everything, well, really close to putting this to no you're not you're either winning games or you're losing and last year they lost right we got it no you're right i mean 
I am not the biggest black and white person ever, but Mm -hmm. this is a very black and white season. It's pretty black. You're either going to win games or you don't, and no one cares how you didn't win them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. They've now here's the question: to see how you do, we, won them do we care how they win? Like if they just no. beat, if they just beat we, Northwestern, they don't win barely for people yeah, to yeah, care yeah, how they win. Barely. Fifteen and twenty-nine in your head coach's tenure. It should matter how you the win. The only digits like. that matter is if it's a one and zero or an zero and one. Yeah, you were saying that the other day. You're I consistent. Win yeah. by three games. Win, win by, by three one. against Northwestern. Win yeah. by one. Come away yeah, with the win. It does not matter. There are no now where points. I challenge Jake on that is if they win, if they beat Northwestern by one, is he going to come back into the studio on Monday and say good win, or is he going to say God, this is terrible? I'm going to say well, I'm, they can't I'm beat be Northwestern. They I went mean, to Dublin and won a football. Knowing game. Jake, I would guess there's going to be a this is terrible vibe in there. Oh come on! I'm going to say we came back with a win. They were zero one last year to begin. Get, get, just get a dub. What I'm suggesting in that conversation is I'll believe it when I see it. If Nebraska sure. wins by one and the fan base reacts well. Well, and I'll, I'll believe, believe it when I see it if Nebraska wins. Yeah, I'll, but I'll believe it when I see it when that sure. if that happens. If they if they squeak that game out and everybody's saying, okay, all right, here we go. I think I, – I honestly think that it will be like a sort of begrudging acknowledgement of they got the win. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's going to be sort of how they play against North Dakota and Georgia Southern are going to dictate the next of the conversation. Because if they come out and they struggle against North Dakota and struggle against Georgia Southern and win both of those games by, like, less than a touchdown, mm-hmm. and you're 3-0, and and then you're going into the Oklahoma game, then we'll see sort of what that – but if you're 3-0 and going into that situation, mm-hmm. you haven't done that since 2016. Right. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so bad. Tim. Yeah, it's going to call from Tim on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Tim, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, so I, I know you guys are sitting there, uh, and, and, and it's a Big Ten opponent. Um, but, I mean, it's Northwestern. So, I mean, would we rather have Rutgers, you know, out of the gate? I, I mean, is there – I'm not saying Northwestern is, is a complete crappy team, but, mm-hmm. but they're not like a highly competitive team in the Big Ten. I would rather get out of the gate with at least somebody in our conference, you know, somebody that's played us fairly close, mm-hmm. you know, over the last couple of years. Um, I know, you know, we kind of took to them last year, but, you know, it, last year wasn't a representation of how the series has went. So let's see let's see how we're established. Let's see how we're built. You know, look at that Purdue-Penn State game right out of the gate. Yeah. That, that's a hell of a game, you know. Oh, at least really we don't is. have something. At least we don't have Wisconsin or Iowa right out the gate. What we do have is we have Northwestern. And the reason we're so intimidated by this is because how the Northwestern series has went in the past and what the hell happened to us last year with Illinois. We thought going into the season last year, hey, it's Illinois, man. We got this. You know? Yeah, I the, thought the, that. Like you guys are saying, let's just take one game at a time. If we're 3-0 and going in that Oklahoma game, guys, you know, the whole state might be like, oh, well, we don't know how good we are. Well, how good is Oklahoma? You lose Lincoln Riley and you lose Caleb, Caleb Williams and your former Heisman candidate quarterback transfers. Um, Brent Venables is going to have a little bit of a, an issue on his hands. You know, they don't know how to play defense in the Big 12. They're not going to be in the Big 12 very much longer, but we don't know how good Oklahoma is going to be. I honestly think we're going to beat Oklahoma. I think Nebraska's running enough transfers. So let's just be optimistic enough, guys. And I know, Jake, I get it, man. I'm a Husker fan. I get it. It's scary as hell what tomorrow brings. But let's have optimism. All right, guys? Go Huskers. Thank right. you, Tim. Wow, Tim. God, I remember – Jake, I think last year going into the Illinois game, wasn't I saying they're going to win by 21? Yeah, and I said, uh, I don't think so. I think I said 21 <laughs> out of the gate, and then I moved it down to like 13 by kickoff. 
but I was and, really and as confident. you know, I was very concerned. See, I'm for not doing that this that year. Game. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not doing that. I'm glad that you've learned. Yeah, I'm not saying 21 point win. Don't win by 21. No. Okay. Here's here's a positive, optimistic hypothetical going off of Tim's call to keep this thing positive. What if Nebraska does blow them out? Yeah, what if? You and I don't expect that, Shaver. We expect I mean, it, a close game. It means the same thing. Like, it's it's a one-game one setting in a weird situation, your first game of the year. Like, I, it just doesn't – if they go and they blow Northwestern out and they turn around and they blow out Georgia Southern and, and North Dakota, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to be feeling really good going into the Oklahoma game with a ton of confidence. And that result will be – like, I just – so much of this season, like it, it's just about getting wins. Like it doesn't really matter how they look all the time if they're not winning these games as it was, anyways. I mean, if they're they're six and two going into November, and then maybe we can kind of get into the discussion of what it looks like against those specific four teams. But until we get there, like just win, just win. I mean, it's it's as simple of a mission as you could probably yeah. have, and yet it's the most difficult mission Nebraska's had in a while. That's kind of – though. I, I like that, though. I, I, there, I, I don't know. That makes me feel less anxiety. Just win. You don't have – this, this doesn't have to be – you don't got to – there's no – There's no you style gotta, points, man. Well, Not if really. there was ever a year where every cliche sort of fits. Thrown, or, or, oh, really? Well, yeah. I was going to say throw just them like out. take one day at a time. Take yeah. one play at a time. Like, yeah. it's just like – this is a team that has to survive by not trying to do too much to replicate whatever it felt it lost last year. Like, I I would – I mean, again, this all goes back to if you can find the clip, like what Whipple was talking about Thank when you, you kind of have those – Thank you for invoking debuts. Whipple. Whipple's critical in this. The old veteran steady presence Who on the side. started sideline. over in a bunch of these – like, if there's anyone over there that is calm right now, it would be Mark Whipple, right. I would imagine. Right, and he'll – I think that if it gets tense, his sense of calm will be very helpful. And Casey Thompson's, by the way. I think Casey Thompson is important in that discussion. I think if you're a Nebraska fan, you feel really good about those two positions, offensive coordinator and quarterback. If you have any questions? It's, and in terms of calm. If you have any questions for Schaefer, please call or text 464-5685. More next on Early Break on the Ticket.